0: Welcome back to another episode of Create a New Tomorrow. I'm your host, Ari Gronich, and today I have with me Claudia Garbutt, all the way from Germany. She is a molecular biologist turned mindset coach for ambitious mission-driven entrepreneurs who want to shatter invisible ceilings and create more inner peace, income, and impact without sacrificing their health, relationships, or happiness. Welcome, Claudia. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about you and how uh, how you became a molecular biologist turned mindset coach? I mean, you know, this is this is, this takes some explanationing. It
1: does well. Hello, and thank you so much for having me. And yeah, so this this story is a little bit like a like a crisscross so i i never thought i would be an entrepreneur i was never one of those people who knew exactly that they wanted to become an entrepreneur so i really surprised myself here (laughs) and also kind of ironic because the thing that i hated most growing up was public speaking especially in english and here we are so (laughs) how did i get there well after i finished university all I wanted to do was this, have this nice, comfortable job that was fulfilling, that paid well, and that left me enough time to enjoy my life. But guess what? As it turned out, it wasn't that easy to find a job like that. And I studied biology because I was driven by my curiosity. I wanted to understand how life works on every level. And this is still one of my major driving forces for my curiosity, I guess but I've shifted my focus slightly. So I've had a couple of key experiences that slowly but steadily shifted my direction and my focus. So the first one was definitely when I got diagnosed with leukemia at the age of 28. And this pretty much turned my whole life upside down from one day to the next. And I still very clearly remember my first reaction to that diagnosis. Which, is strange as it may sound, was a sense of relief. And that was weird, right? Because at that point, I mean, who gets the diagnosis of a potentially deadly uh, illness and thinks, oh, who? <laughs> so at that point in my life, I was just suffering from a major burnout. And being sick finally gave me the break that I was looking for. And to understand that, You have to know that i grew up in a family where everyone was always busy and working very very hard and you didn't just take a break you know breaks were for the lazy for the elderly or well for the sick and so i finally had the right excuse (laughs) if you want to take a break without feeling guilty about it at least if you want to call going through chemotherapy a break and it sounds so weird when I say it out loud, but that's often the case when you talk about the things that hold us back from doing the sensible things, right? They make perfect sense in our heads, but when we actually talk about them, they sound ridiculous. <laughs> you,
0: you know, it's funny because I would have, from like age seven to 24, I would have died for a proper diagnosis. I would have, I would have been so happy that I got a proper diagnosis instead of, you know, the years of not knowing what the symptoms were, not knowing why they were not knowing how to fix them. So I totally understand, you know, the, the re- sigh of relief when you actually know something is actually wrong with me. I'm not just making it up in my head. It's an actual thing. And now I can do something about that actual thing versus just, you know, throwing darts on a dartboard, trying to figure it out. So I totally get that. But yeah, yeah. chemo is probably not a lot of fun.
1: No, it wasn't, it wasn't fun at all. But it made me aware of the pattern that I was stuck in. And I think probably for the first time in my entire life, I just really had the time to think about things and I started to really question those beliefs that I grew up with. Like, was it really necessary to work 24 seven? Or is struggle noble? Or do I really have to fulfill everyone else's expectations? And it's just, when you have something like a near death experience, this changes a lot, right? Suddenly you start quest- start asking the right questions the ones that are really important. Like, do I like my life right now? Or do I like the direction in which I'm going? Or what would I actually, what would I regret regret not having done if I died right now?
0: Yeah. I think the audience can, could relate to that. I think that, uh, that probably 99.99999% of all human beings have things that they absolutely know they should be doing. And yet can't get themselves to do any of them.
1: Yeah. It's, it's so easy to fall back into old habits, especially when you're stressed and you don't pay close attention. So I knew that at that point in my life, I, I needed to leave a toxic work environment. I needed to leave a toxic relationship and I I wanted to do, I wanted to find something that fulfilled me. So I just for myself I knew that in order to beat the cancer I had to define those goals and I had to take action and that's what I did so as soon as I got out of the hospital I started to uh, well slowly but surely um, break up that toxic relationship so I left the toxic work environment and then I applied for a scholarship at the end of the world in New Zealand so um I went to the other side of the world. I left everything behind, and I basically started a new chapter in my life. But then it was still—you can't leave yourself behind. And then when you get to that place and you think you have done so much, you get stressed again, and you fall back into old habits.
0: It's really hard to uh, to distinguish who we are from what we do. You know, like I, I noticed that when when you anybody really introduces themselves when you say, who are you? I am a chiropractor. I am a, um, you know, therapist. I am a construction worker. It's never, I am this, I am me who does this thing, right? It's always, I am that. So, you know, maybe that's part of what makes it so difficult to shift is the identity that, that you place within that, you know?
1: absolutely it's like shedding uh, your old skin or like (laughs) something like that it's and you don't know you're vulnerable you don't know what's coming next it was it was really it was quite terrifying to be honest and the conclusion I finally reached was that the best option for me would be to build my own online business because it allowed me to work flexible hours and I would be location independent and because my husband is from New Zealand and we still he still has all his family on that side of the planet and we moved back to Germany so we were never quite sure where we would end up
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and just having this flexibility is huge
0: that's that's awesome so let me ask you a few questions i'm going to i'm going to take this in, in weird directions probably. So I'm just, just letting you know that, that we might uh, go off on some interesting tangents, but biology of say a virus,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? We've kind of gotten to the place where we, we've accepted in science that viruses are not alive. They're not living things. So how does a virus attack an immune system if it's not living? (laughs) Because most things that attack us are the things that are living. And have you heard the, the theory that viruses are all exosomes that are just part of our body anyway, and... Um, so I'm just kind of, I just wanted to, to, like I said, it's off on a little bit of a tangent, but I just wanted to check to see what, what your <laughs> thought is on that.
1: I've never heard of that. And I've also never really thought about it. So good question. I think the way it works is because we all have like DNA. So, so the genetic code works universally. So if, they, if the virus attacks a cell, it inserts its, um, uh, its genetic material. And if it's active inside your cell, well, then it's translated into proteins and that starts a whole cascade. So it doesn't really have to be a living organism. But if you think about your genetic code as a book, it basically inserts a chapter into this book.
0: In such a, a mode of fear these days because they don't understand because nobody is actually telling them the truth of what these things are. And so like, like mindset becomes this mindset of fear, this mindset of lack, this mindset of isolation, rather than a mindset of, I know what's happening. And I know the kind of the timeline that it's going to take for this to go. And, you know, there's not not a lot of logic going on with people with, people's uh, experience of what's happening now, uh, including especially the news and media and all that stuff. And so I'm just kind of like, how do we match? Because we want to match the fear with reality, right? (laughs) And lack of fear with reality. So this is just a way to to bring that mindset into the molecular biology a little bit and what's going on right now. Cause you've had to pivot quite a bit, I think, since uh, this whole pandemic, right?
1: Yeah. I've never worked with viruses. <laughs> I've worked with bacteria a lot. I've worked with um, human cell lines and animal cell lines and that kind of stuff. I've worked on projects that, uh, word. So it was basic research Or the last project I worked on was basic reach research into neurodegenerative diseases and figuring out what's going on uh, in diseases like Alzheimer's and Parkinson's and that kind of stuff. So that was my area of research uh, or um, medical interactions between medic, um, different uh, medicines. So if you have an adverse drug reaction, between different um, drugs, that kind of thing. So it was quite a shift.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So you've moved into this world of, uh, as we talked about earlier, homeschooling your kids and doing this online thing. So give us kind of like what's been your year like in a nutshell. Like what what's what's this transition look like, and then what is the mindset that you had to have in order to do this whole mess without like pulling your hair out because you already had the chemo. So, you know, you didn't want the hair out. So I just, how did, how did you get through all of this with a mindset that, um, that you have, which is so positive. and, And I mean, you know, anybody who's talking to you or watching this right now can see in your eyes, the amount of joy that you exude in what you're doing. So.
1: Good question. So I think when it all started last year, I was exactly at the point where I had just figured out exactly what I wanted to do. And it all felt like it, I had finally found what I wanted to do. And then the pandemic hit. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, is it, is it wise to start all this right now at this point in time? And then I thought, well, what do I have to lose? <laughs> There's nothing I have to lose. So why not go, why not go for it? and the last year has been really really crazy because we also started a huge side project so a friend of us and so my husband and a friend of us together we bought this huge um, well three-story house it's an old house and we've been remodeling uh, to turn it into three flats well anyway it's a huge project a huge renovation project and it all happened at the same time. So we started homeschooling. We started this building project on the side. I started building my business and then I also started building my podcast. So it was all happening at the same time. And had you asked me before if it was possible to do all that while at the same time still go for a run every day, have some time to like alone time for my sanity, I would have said no way.
0: Anything else that you'd like to share? We're going to wrap this up because I know you've got to go. But uh, um, anything else that you'd like to, to quickly share? Anything that you're doing in the world that uh, you'd like to share with people?
1: Well, maybe the last thing uh, i like to share today is if it scares you, it might be a good thing to try. <laughs> I can't remember who said that, but I've found that to be very, very true. If it scares you, it might be a good thing to try because it gets you outside of your current comfort zone. And when you get outside of your current comfort zone, great things happen. Because if you keep, keep being stuck in, inside that zone and you keep doing what you've been doing all the time, you've, you will keep getting what you've always gotten. And that might not be what you want to get. So if you want to change that, try the things that scare you.
0: Awesome. Awesome. How can people get a hold of you if they'd like to, to learn more?
1: And they can find me or they can find my website, which is www.wiredforsuccess.solutions or they can find me on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn.
0: Awesome. Wired for success solutions?
1: Dot solutions, yeah.
0: dot solutions. Okay. Wiredforsuccess.solutions. If anybody would like to learn more about Claudia, I highly suggest that you connect with her. Molecular biologist turned mindset coach. I mean, how how can it get any better than that? Thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate all the value you've given to the audience today. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. Mm -hmm. This has been another episode of Create a New Tomorrow. I'm your host, Ari Gronich. And I look forward to seeing all of you create a new tomorrow today and activate your vision for a better world. Peace and love.